This is the Timepieces History Podcast, where each bite-sized show shares the story of a place, person or object from the past. Here's your host, Gudrun Lorette. Hello, and welcome to episode 5 of season 1 of the Timepieces History Podcast. I thought it was about time that we had a look at a person, and who better to represent events that shaped Britain than good Queen Bess. Elizabeth I has been the subject of many books, both fact and fiction, and the main character in at least one Hollywood film in the last couple of years. She had very famous parents and was the first Queen of England to rule on her own, so I don't think I could do her justice in only five minutes, but I'm going to give you what I hope are five fascinating facts. Elizabeth was only two years old when her father, Henry VIII, had her mother, his second wife, Anne Boleyn, beheaded in 1535. She was raised by her stepmother, Catherine Parr, after Henry died in 1547, when Elizabeth was in her early teens. Parr was Henry's sixth wife, who went through four quite quickly after he had Boleyn executed. Although Anne was unpopular, Elizabeth honoured her mother in subtle ways, such as wearing her necklace when she was painted for a portrait. Elizabeth also made sure that her maternal relatives were given good jobs at court too, but she was careful not to say anything too positive about her mother in public. As was common with royals at the time, Elizabeth was an accomplished musician and she was also multilingual. She spoke Latin, French and Italian fluently, which was no doubt useful for negotiating with foreign diplomats. She also learnt calligraphy and public speaking, which was particularly impressive as it was never intended that Elizabeth rule as monarch. Her older half-sister Mary was ahead of her in the line of succession and her half-brother Edward took the throne after their father's death. As we now know, though, he was sickly and died at the age of 15. After some wrangling, Mary occupied the throne from 1553 until her own death in 1558. Stories about Elizabeth were swirling around not long after she took the throne. One of the most astonishing theories as to why she never married or have children is that she was actually a man, a replacement slotted into the royal household after the real Elizabeth died as a child. The story goes that, at the age of 10, Elizabeth was sent to Bisley, or perhaps Bisley, in Gloucester, to avoid the bubonic plague. Unfortunately, the princess caught the disease and died there, and her guardian, Sir Thomas Parry, along with her governess, Lady Cat Ashley, decided to cover up her tragic death. Unable to find a girl with red hair in the village, the duo found a slender boy called Neville, plonked a wig on his head, and popped him into a dress, and sent him back to court. Incredibly, Henry VIII apparently failed to notice this, and the deception continued throughout Neville's life, with the Queen having only Lady Ashley to attend her in her chamber, and forbidding an autopsy to be performed in the event of her death. It's fair to say that the Tudor period was dominated by strong women, of which Elizabeth was just one. Her older sister Mary was the daughter of Henry's first wife, Catherine of Aragon, and had watched her mother suffer for years when the King decided to move on. Catherine's strong Catholic faith and refusal to agree to a divorce also angered the king, which caused the bitter and bloody turmoil between the Catholics and the Protestants. After the sudden death of Edward, both sisters felt that they had a claim to the throne, and they had both had loyal supporters to agree with them. The older sister Mary took power, which led to frequent Protestant rebellion. Mary is intended to marry the Catholic Philip of Spain, which was not a universally popular decision. There was then a rebellion to prevent this in 1554 and led by Thomas Wyatt, who was a supporter of Elizabeth. Although overthrowing the Queen was not a stated part of the plot, it would have happened anyway. On discovery of the plot, Mary accused Elizabeth of being involved in it and was prepared to have her executed. 
As we know, of course, Elizabeth survived this to tangle with another Mary, her cousin, the Queen of Scots. Despite what the recent film would have us believe, the two women never met in real life, and Elizabeth had her cousin Mary executed for treason after trying to seize the throne in 1587. However, it has been suggested that the English Queen wasn't entirely comfortable with this, and that the Scottish Queen had also been pushed into making a claim for the throne. In later years, Queen Elizabeth was noted for her startling look, but she wasn't the only one going to extremes in the name of beauty. Women were supposed to look pale and interesting, and would pluck not only their eyebrows, but their hairlines too. Perceived imperfections on the skin could be concealed with a concoction of flour and natural bleach called lye. Elizabeth, in her early days, had nearly died from smallpox and was embarrassed by the scars it left behind. The treatment she used was white lead mixed with vinegar, and it was supposed to hide her scars. She wore a wig from her early 20s and it was believed to conceal hair loss following an illness. But it wasn't just queens or even vain women who were using extreme beauty measures. Shakespearean actors were also kicking themselves in ceruse, as it was known, those who didn't die from lead poisoning caused irreparable damage to their faces. So that's my five facts about Queen Elizabeth I. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed the show. Please tune in for the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Time Pieces History Podcast. Don't forget to listen next time for more quick history facts.